everyone, and welcome back to The Yoni, where you cultivate your own new identity. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Nigel Ronda Burwell, coming back again to give you the keys to unlocking you. But before I start anything, I have to give thanks to the creator of everything. Dear God, thank you so much for life. Thank you so much for reminding me that I am light, that my viewers and my listeners are light as well. Carry us throughout this week and give me the wisdom that you would like to for me to bestow upon them. Um, give me the strength, give me the courage, um, place the words that you want to be spoken out of my mouth. In Jesus' name, um, less of me and more and more and more of you. Amen. So hi, everyone, and welcome back um, to the second week of my podcast of November. And I know the first week of November, I talked about Nina and introducing Nina to the Yoni, basically introducing the side of myself at one point that used to be my monster or my dark side. Um, now that my darkness is healed, she is where I go to get power in the sense of I called her my alter ego. And so going further um, along the week, because I said as each podcast comes out for each listener to hear, I'm moving closer and closer to 23, which is so, so, so exciting. I'm so excited. Um, and I'm, I look forward to what 23 brings uh, for me in the sense of growth of my business, for my Kindle business, but as well as my writing, because like I said, I will be continuing, I will be um, writing, <laughs> I will continue to write, um, and so I'm excited to see what 23 will be um, for me as a writer as well. Uh, but because I'm talking about my writing, I wanted to take some time again to talk about Nina before Nina was healed or talk about me before I was healed and that part of me that played a huge uh, a part in my healing, I, I guess. So if you do have my book, which uh, if you do not have my book, it is on Etsy and I'll actually put the link below so that you guys can grab you a copy. But if you are someone that does have a copy, thank you, thank you so much for purchasing one for me because that is amazing. But if you do, I would love for you to go and grab it right now because I will be reciting a poem from my book and then also talking to you about it as well um, and how the difference is between who Nina was and who Nina is and basically telling you who I was and who I am and how God kind of re re refined me and that's why uh, I have a candle business because God literally 
molded me and he literally like burnt places of my life that I didn't think that needed to be burnt but they needed to in order for me to be who I am um and as we go you know as you look upon my journey more with my candles you'll be able to see more of the significance of why God chose candles for me to do um and he's just a genius in that way but if you will turn to page 50 of your book um and that actually opens opens to the chapter year 22 which is peace love and truth and I will be reading my poem too There were two living within me, the person I was and the one I wanted to be. She was angry, she was hurt. She wanted everyone to feel her pain. She wanted to scream, yell, and break things. She wanted to forget. She wanted to die. She was afraid to be alone. She was always perfect. She was always in her head. She attached to demons that wanted her dead. She was empty. She was dark. She was tired. I want to live. I don't wish to scream. I am healing. I am aware. I am emotional i am me i am full of god's love i am light i am not my worst days i chose to let go in love she was the me i had to kill in order to live the life i wanted to live i looked me in the eyes took my knife and pierced my own heart while crying as i told her goodbye, she told me, I'm sorry, which I replied, it's okay, you didn't know. I stood in the grave I dug for myself, laid her to rest as I pushed the dirt over the old me. I climbed up from the ditch, said my final goodbyes, let out cries I never thought I had in me. After that, I got up, turned away from the grave and walked away, leaving a part of me there. I remember her and sometimes reminisce, but I knew I could never go back to her. So killing her was the only way to stop the two and make me one. Um, as an artist, as a poet, sometimes I have to sit back and, um, bask in what I created, bask in the baby that I birthed, um, through pain. And I wanted to read this poem in order for you to understand Nina on a deeper level. Because like I told you, I'm inviting Nina onto the Yoni so that you guys can know her. But Nina has not been able to talk. So Nina needed 
some depth to her and that's why I'm adding that now and before who I used to be you know um I I was I was angry and the devil used the anger that I had to fuel a lot of the things that I used to do to myself, to others, and the way I used to look at the world. Um, and this right here is an example of who I was. Um, but when you think about living in a body where two beings encompass there's a lot of confusion and so when you look at the actual um image on the front of the copy I mean sorry not the copy in the front of the book you see that there's two heads coming out of my body and that was um supposed to um depict the two people living within me throughout this whole book because there were times where I talked about love there were times where I talked about pain and there were times where I went so deep in my pain that if people really understood the book it was to show that I dealt with darkness on a level that some people cannot some people cannot and will not go to and Nina used to be angry. She used to hurt. She used to want everyone to feel the pain that she felt inside. And you may be saying, well, why do you call yourself this other name? And the reason I call myself Nina and not Nyjah is because Nina is a different person. And anybody that has an alter ego or has another side of them knows that that is true. Now, this is nothing to do with uh, uh, multiple personality disorder in the sense of having multiple different personalities within one body. It is more of realizing that we are more similar to the Trinity than we think. God the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're all three the same God, but he encompasses three different things. He's the Father, he's the Son, he's the Holy Spirit. Just like we are the body, the mind, and the spirit. We are three people encompassing one human body. And if our mind, if our body, and if our spirit, our heart are not aligned, we will fall into confusion which is the devil's playground right so because I was you know very angry and I allowed the devil to use my anger to give that back to others I got to a point where I wanted to numb the thing that God gave us to let us realize that we were human right feeling I wanted to tell, I wanted to take that feeling away. I wanted to become numb because I was so sad and, you know, 
when the devil has your mind, you'll start to think that the things that God put into your heart that actually made you different and made you light were the things that the devil will remind you that make you dark. Like I normally have a huge heart and I give. What the devil would do is tell me, oh, look at you giving and they're not giving in return. Why do you think that they're not giving? They don't love you as much as you love them. Maybe you should stop giving to them because they're not appreciating. So here you go. God made my heart to be a natural giver, but the devil used that same heart to have, have me turn on my own self and say, now I'm going to close that thing that God gave me to protect. But is that really protecting if God knew what he was doing, giving me that heart? And for me to choose to not use that heart in the right way is just not the best. But I didn't know that when I'm dealing, when you're dealing with depression and you're dealing with anxiety and you're dealing with all these things and you're dealing with not thinking that you're beautiful and you're dealing with all of these comparisons you're not thinking that oh my god god you made me to be different you're asking god why he made you different and why all you want to do is blend in but all you do is stand out like why but now i realize that the reason I needed to stand out was because when I fell from God, right? So as you can see in the podcast that I had, I talked about once I got to the age of 11, I started to have depression. Um, But that really came from a place of loss. I lost someone that I really, truly loved and I felt God... um, was taking people away from me that I loved. And so I did not want a relationship with him. And going into that and falling into that, right? That not having that wisdom or God's guidance, I turned the thing that he used or he created Nina for the power, right? I turned her into someone that was rather egoic but I was egoic secretly so people saw me as this humble person because I wanted to portray that but in the inside I was egoic and I sought after validation I wanted it I when people talked about my mane of of the hair that my afro was so beautiful that oh are you are you only black because you look exotic like those things fed me but that only fed me because I was empty because the the thing that was supposed to feed me God's love God was not there he wasn't present so I was eating junk food when all actuality all I needed was God's salad now like listen to me you know so getting back to the poem where it switches to she to I because Nina at that point wasn't a part of me, right? My body was Nina. So there was a point even where I named my Yoni Nina because I loved, I love to this day, um, Love Jones and her name was Nina 
And I always said, I want to find my Darius. So I named my Yoni Nina. And what that turned out to being is due to the fact of me masturbating at a very young age and not really knowing what that was and not really knowing love. So I'm, I'm labeling, you know, this part of my body that I really don't know really well. I really don't love really well. I, I don't know anything about love, but I'm name, naming this part of my body Nina, right? Because I want this other person outside of myself, this Darius to come into my life. And in the movie, she says that the, her, (laughs) but this is Nina. (laughs) She was like, the dick just spoke to me. And I wanted, you know, because I was a virgin and I lacked intimacy. Like I was scared of it. So I was like, well, God, I'll name my Yoni Nina so that you can bring in my Darius because I'm not going to be having sex with all these different people. I want that one penis to talk to my body and that's it. That's it. But the thing is, the craziest thing is be careful what you wish for you just might get it. Once that person came into my life and it was time for me to learn because I know I didn't know anything right so when the student is ready the teacher will appear so that that person came into my life as a teacher to teach me but I was unhealed at that point very unhealed and I had so much trauma from doing things to myself and self-loathing that Nina became this dark person you know I would I would you know do secret things in the dark and say oh no that's not Nyjah that's Nina like I didn't I don't I don't know how I can do this these things and you know I would blame Nina in the sense of oh no like that foul mouth that I have is all Nina this voice that's giving very much um child is Nina no, I, I didn't know that I'm irritating you or that I'm making you this or this way. Oh, no. But whole time I did. Whole time I knew that what, what I was doing. But to hide at that point, because I was unhealed, I used Nina to hide parts of me instead of using Nina as a power tool to say hey this is me and yes I do know and let's not act like we're you know we're fools let's not act like it you know but now being healed and realizing that even in my poem um I think when you guys have read it you guys maybe didn't realize it that's why I'm gonna tell you more about it but the reason why I took the knife and pierced my own heart is if you watch Game of Thrones or anything dealing with Vikings, probably not like Game of Thrones, but Vikings, um, it's a sign of respect that if someone is to die and they're not going to die by battle because most Vikings believe in if they do not fight they don't die while in battle. They do not reach their heaven, which is in their mind, Valhalla, right? So 
for Vikings, if they don't have the option to fight to the death, what they would like to do is still die as a warrior so that they'd be welcome into the gates of Bahala. And so as a token, you know, as a respect, as a token of respect, even though this person is dying because they did something that was dishonorable, a person that they trust or admire will take a sword and pierce it directly into their heart and pull it out. And that is a way that Vikings show their respect. So that was my way of showing respect to my darker side. And that is why I wanted to talk about yin yang because I've always known about yin yang since I was a, 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 a girl and I never understood what is this darkness in the light thing and lightness in the dark thing. And God whole time is telling me that to you, it's all of my creation. And I was just recently watching the movie Legion and Legion is about the angel Michael that comes down to the earth to help um, this girl, Charlie, give birth to the promised Messiah, quote unquote. And he talks about he's telling this guy in the movie Jeep that when God named humans as his, you know, cre- like his epitome of his love, all the angels in heaven bow down to us. Do you understand the significance? God has angels in heaven. But God named humans his epitome of what love is. And the angels in heaven had to obey him. Do you think, do you, I would feel some type of way if I'm up there with God every single day. And you're telling me that I'm not your depiction of love you didn't create us in the image of love you created humans and when God does that when God did that God God did that for a reason he did not create angels and say hey you guys are my example of love are 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 made in my image God did not say that in the Bible. God did not say that the angels were made in his image. God said man was made in his image. That's why Jesus didn't come down as an angel, guys. Jesus came down as a baby, as a human. Because God wants us to realize that sin is inevitable. Eve did that. Sorry, not sorry. So there's always going to be some darkness within you. But it's our choice to choose what we do with our darkness. Nina, before, she used to be a very egoic, angry individual that wanted to curse, wanted to demasculize men, wanted to get her fix and feel like she was the shit, wanted to have her cake, eat it too, go back to the cake shop, buy the shits, and then tell them that... She wanted this type of cake with this type of icing every single day delivered to her house. That's how Nina used to be. But who Nina is now, because God took time to refine Nina, 
Nina now is Nijah because my mind, my body, and my soul, which is my heart, is all aligned. So when they're all aligned, like I said earlier within this podcast, when they're all, when all of you is aligned, there leaves no room for confusion. But as you can even see in my book, there was a lot of oxymoronic things going on here and that's depicts what the mind is like when confusion enters it. What, what happens to the psyche. But the moment that you find your truth, even if it <laughs> disturbs some people, this guy said something so right, truth. You cannot spell truth without spelling the word hurt. So off the bat, once you tell, knowing, you know, the truth is the moment you tell your truth, you're bound to hurt somebody else because your truth is more loud in a room full of lies. So no one sometimes, people sometimes don't want to hear that because it's too loud. But one of the things that God taught me is, yes, Nyjah, use your voice, but don't use it to demean. Don't use it to to demasculize, to defeminize, to, to bash, to tell someone that they are less than because of this and that. Use your voice to bring light. If you even look at the Bible, Jesus was strategic in what he said because he realized that his words held weight. We have to realize that we aren't Jesus, but Jesus came down to this earth to live as an example among sinners. He was the only human created that did, that never sinned. He was tested by the devil and he told the devil That he like, he just, he told him off because the only reason why Jesus could beat temptation after temptation after temptation was because his mind, his body, and his spirit was aligned because Jesus is also the son of God. Because Jesus is God. Because they're all one. Just like we are all one. God made us in his image. We have to realize there are not one of us. There's three of us. There's our inner child. These are the things that we want to do that sometimes we tell ourselves that we can't do because we're, we're, we're older now. That's your inner child. That's, that's the, that's, that's also, if you think about it, the son. God the son, your inner child is the son, the daughter of you, right? You want to take care of this inner child. You want to do the things that your your inner child or your child self couldn't do. You couldn't eat junk food at 2 a.m. when you were a child because your mom talked about cavities and you needed to brush your teeth. Now you can. You know, you couldn't splash in the pool because your mom was like, oh, you're going to mess, you're going to get you know, mess on all the other kids. Now you can, right? So we have our inner child. Then we have our body, which is who we are now, the age that we are now. 
And then we also have our mind, right? Our mind, our will and emotions, right? So we have three parts of us, the mind, body, and spirit. Just like there's three parts of the blessed trinity, God, the father, God, the son, God, the spirit, the Holy Spirit. And now that you know that there are three parts of us, you have to realize that one of us, one of the parts of us is the spiritual us, right? Because there's the Holy Spirit and then there's our spirit. This spirit is the thing that keeps you going when your body doesn't want to. You, your body wants to lay down and give up. This spirit makes you get up. You don't want to get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym. This spirit within you is the thing that gets you up. It's not your body. Our bodies are weak. That's what Jesus said. The body is weak, but the spirit is strong. Because he said that when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was asking the disciples to pray outside of the garden as he prayed and he found them sleeping and he told them that their body is weak but their spirit is strong our spirits are strong the only reason why i've survived i survived this year without turning back and going back to a job or going back to what i've known is because my spirit man is stronger than my body because there were times where i didn't want to do things there were times where i wanted to to get an attitude there were times where i wanted to tell people fuck you respectfully and disrespectfully but I didn't because my spirit man said Nyjah that's not the right thing to do Nyjah turn the chief Nyjah do the right thing Nyjah be the bigger person Nyjah grow from this Nyjah be better but while Nyjah had to learn all of that the reason the person that's the, the, the reason why I have the momentum and the, and the courage and the strength to be able to speak this way is because God refined Nina because sometimes when I listen back to what I say sometimes, I'm like, oh my gosh, Nigel, that was too, that was like, that was like too harsh. And I'm like, then there's a part of me like, no, the fuck it wasn't. And there's like, I'm like, oh my God, there's two sides in me. It's just like, there's, there's sides to everybody. And like I said in the last podcast, I want you guys to know me. And if, and it's not just, you guys to know me I want to be able to be my authentic self I've been like on this authentic like campaign since (laughs) since I was in my pageant and they asked me what was the thing that you wanted to do and I said that my whole thing was going to be about being unapologetically me and since senior year of high school I've been living this campaign called my life And I'm still doing it. And it's, I deserve to be authentic. You deserve to be authentic. And you deserve to be loved in your authenticity. And because you deserve to be loved in that, I want to show you my authenticity. Because I want you to know that that's okay. Yes, because sometimes I am crazy. Yes, but you best believe that's why God is within me. Because I'm not crazy when I talk to God. When there's things that Nigel wants to do, and sometimes my body wants to do, aka Nina, and I'm like, no, let's take this up with God. 
And God's like, no, God's the wisdom, right? God's the spirit. God's like, don't do that. And so I go with my spirit because God is my shepherd and I am his sheep and I shall go wherever he leads. Even if my body doesn't want to obey at times because it's the truth because we're human. And that's all I wanted to say for this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed and I hope I wasn't rambling. And there were points even in this podcast where I wanted to stop and start again because I'm like, this is not going to make any sense. But God just kept telling me, keep going. It's going to make sense. It's going to make sense. So I hope this has made sense to you and you've found some revelation within this podcast. Um, And until next week, uh, I'll see you then. Um, I love you. God loves you so much more. I look into your eyes so deep and again say, I love you, not because of what you do for me or what you do for others, but because you are you. And being you is the best thing you can do because the moment you are someone else, you are what? Second best. But the moment you stay you and stay the course of blossoming into you, you will always be what? First place. All right. Bye.